Welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. Whether you like to fish, enjoy talking about fishing, or just enjoy the fishing lifestyle, this is the podcast for you. So go grab yourself a cold drink or a hot cup of coffee, sit back, start tying up some fishing rigs, and enjoy the show. Well, hello folks, and welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. I hope you're having a good day, whatever day it is that you happen to be listening to the show. Appreciate you dropping by, checking everything out, and uh, welcome to all the new listeners. I'm getting more and more people listening to the show each week, uh, and I appreciate that. I appreciate you guys coming by to check everything out. Uh, to all the regular listeners that keep coming back uh, for more and more and more and giving me feedback, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks uh, for listening to the show. Um, I get a lot of feedback from people. That's what today's show is about. And if you ever want to send me an email or anything, it's kind of hard to do here in the uh, uh, podcast world, uh, unlike Facebook or YouTube, where you can leave message just instantly, which you can't do on my YouTube channel because YouTube has turned off my comments, but that's a whole nother story for another podcast. Um, go to my website, DieterMelhornFishing.com. And uh, there's links there to, uh, there's links to the podcast. First of all, there's also links to my YouTube channel. Uh, for any of you guys that are new, there's about 500 videos on there. Uh, links to my guide service, and there's a contact section there where you can send me ideas and suggestions and give me feedback. I love hearing from people. Uh, it reminds me that people are actually listening, and uh, sometimes it feels kind of weird sitting here talking to a uh, dark wall in a dark room into a microphone. You, uh, When you finally get an email back from somebody that they listen to something, it's kind of like uh, that holy cow moment people really are listening and i appreciate it i thank you guys for uh being loyal listeners and your feedback so uh i got uh a email from uh dylan hinkst i hope i pronounced that last name right dylan hinkst and uh what he was asking was about bait cutting knives probably watched some of my videos and uh seen me cutting bait with stuff and uh uh yeah i can go over that um the um one thing I tell anybody on a boat is have a knife on you. Uh, not just a bait cutting knife, but a knife. Have one in your pocket and know where knives are on the boat. Um, and I say that because not only do you have to cut up bait and cut fishing line, but it can save your life in a situation to where uh, you may be in anchored up in current. Uh, and then all of a sudden you look up in a big floating trees coming down the lake. You can't get your anchor loose. A bar is just coming. You have to cut an anchor rope. Uh, somebody's hand gets wrapped into an anchor rope. Somebody's hand gets wrapped around a fishing line trying to lead her a fish. Uh, there are many, many things where a knife can save your life on a boat. So uh, have one in your pocket. Uh, have some around the boat. I keep one in the back section right there where I keep my bugger grip and my pliers and everything and my cutting board, I keep one there. And there's one on the uh, front part of the boat too. So uh, it's a very good safety item to have um, just ready to go. So a um, little side note on safety there, playing fire, fire marshal build for you. But um, as far as the knife I use for bait cutting, I like using some type of fillet knife, to be perfectly honest. Uh, Reason being, uh, if you've watched any of my fishing videos, I fillet a lot of like white perch and bass that I use for bait and use those fillets on the boat. And 
the smaller the fish, the more flexible knife you need. They sell some like when you go to Walmart or Academy or some place like that, they'll have these like cheap bait knives or almost like oyster knives or something. Uh, they're usually a very stiff blade. They're usually maybe four inches long, five inches long, uh, a wooden handle on them. They're usually six bucks or something or four bucks. They're dirt cheap and they're dirt cheap for a reason because while they're good for retreading crocs when they get worn out i'm gonna have a video on, on that soon uh and for busting open oyster shells and just cutting a chunk of bait in half uh doing some of the flaying and stuff like i do on some baits uh they're not as good for i like having a flexible blade and any of you guys that clean your own fish fillet your own fish at home uh, you'll know that uh, having a flexible blade on that knife is important because it allows it to bend along that backbone and you're not slicing through stuff. Um, you know, some of the ones that, you know, there's actually some cheap ones out there that work really great. You know, the old Rapala uh, fish and fillet knives that have been around forever, they're about 19 or 20 bucks. You know, those things work great. Um, the, um, there's some other ones out there. The, I know Bubba Blade has become kind of popular. They're outrageously expensive, uh, for what you get for leaving it on the boat. And the blades from what I've seen are not that flexible. The, uh, old Browning, what I think is called a whitewater fillet knife. Another one, not that expensive. And, uh, it's got a flexible blade on it and you can cut stuff up on it. Uh, you don't want too thin of a blade because cutting through some of the thicker fish can be kind of a pain. Um, the one I ended up getting, I think I actually got it Bass Pro Shop. It has a white handle on it. I don't even know the name of it. It's been a good one. It's just thick enough that it's, you know, not one you can cut through, you know, bony fish, scaly fish without, you know, breaking anything on the blade. But it's also got enough flexibility that I can deal with some of those smaller fish uh, very easily. So uh, those are what I go with. I stay away from a pocket knife and all that kind of stuff just because uh, you get all that crap on the blade. Then you fold it up. Then it's inside the f knife. And then you end up, or you should be cleaning it and you're not. And then you go to, you know, peel an apple the next time or cut an apple in half. You got fish guts in it. And it's just not a good combination. So... That's why I try to keep my bait knife as my bait knife on the boat. And that's its only job in the world is to cut up bait. Uh, they do make a, there's a couple of fillet knives that do fold and nothing wrong with using one of those. It's probably a safer way to have a knife on the boat because a lot of them, um, I think Outdoor Edge has one that folds up and goes into a little sheath. And that's probably a safer way to have on the boat, especially if you have kids and stuff. Uh, but most of my kids get conditioned early on. Uh, I do try to put it in a special place when I have guide trips that just so it's out of the way. You don't want that thing flying around on the floor and somebody getting cut on it or something. So, But that's the one I use. That's the way to go. You know, sometimes you forget a knife or lose it or you take it out of the boat at the house and... Uh, you know, you're stuck with using a pocket knife and you realize just how poorly suited a pocket knife is for cutting bait up and stuff on the boat. So uh, one thing I will suggest is if you're planning to fillet fish, have you a separate knife for that. Uh, bait knives get all kinds of uh, 
all kinds of stuff growing on them, and uh, they are not made for filleting fish that you plan to eat, especially if you keep yours as nasty as mine is. So have you a separate knife uh, if you decide to fillet some fish that you can keep on the boat, maybe stowed away somewhere and put up that's clean, and you don't have to worry about getting whatever bacteria and little organisms are living on that bait knife that you got on there, so... Uh, hopefully that answers your question there, Dylan. Uh, just some ideas and feedback on there. Another thing for you guys that are bank fishermen, carry you a little small cutting board. Go to Walmart, get you a 4 or $5 cutting board. It doesn't have to be a big one. I keep a cutting board on mine. Mine's probably 11 by 17. That's a bigger one. That's what I use as my cutting space on the uh, boat. I can uh, dip it into the water, rinse it off, put it in the back, and it's out of the way. Uh, but if you're bank fishing, get you a small one. Uh, it, it, cause there's nothing worse. You guys know how it is bank fishing, or if you're new to it, you get out there and you're trying to cut up some bait and you ain't got nothing to cut on. Then you're on top of your tackle box. Uh, you're on top of your cooler. Then you got to deal with washing the cooler. And then you're trying to cut it on the ground. You get sand in that. It's just, uh, carry a little cutting board. It makes life a lot easier. Uh, makes it a lot easier to fillet, uh, fish too out there, uh, that you're cutting up for bait. So Anyway, different little topic. I know it's hard to illustrate this stuff um, when you're doing a podcast and talking about it because uh, a lot of this stuff is very visual and uh, it's hard to uh, kind of paint the picture, the mental picture of what this stuff looks like. The uh, medium of radio is different than it is in video. So uh, if you want to see any of this stuff in video, go to DieterMetalOneFishing.com. Click on the link to my YouTube channel. And I've got 500 videos with all kinds of fishing stuff that you can see there. So uh, hopefully it's some good information for you. Until next time, we'll catch you out in the water.